Danny Stewart, editor-in-chief for ComicallyInclined.com. And I am Blake Hickman, the social media manager. And I'm just Brittany. <laughs> Brittany, move your microphone. Hi. There she is. <laughs> that is Brittany Shelton. Uh, welcome back, Brittany. Glad to have you. Hello. Uh, you may notice that Jared's not here tonight. Um, somehow we'll still get the show going. Uh, I believe Jared's in the comments. Uh, better and be. And also, <laughs> our human relations specialist, Ben Stewart, is in the comments as well. Uh, what a crazy week. So the Super Bowl happened. Yeah, uh, yeah. We ate good food. We drank a little. And what happened during the game? I don't want to talk about the game. Okay. I, Half show was great, though. <laughs> Half sh- halftime show was great. I, yeah. Uh, I felt my age. I, do I know didn't that. watch it. I was on the road. Uh, oh, that's right. You were. Yeah. I, apparently... 50 Cent is being fat shamed for hanging upside down on a... He's in his 40s. I know, yeah. Let the man be happy. It's whatever, yeah. I mean, shit. You wish you had his money. Yeah, also, you wish you at one point in your life looked as good as he did. physical at 24, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, there's that. Uh, Yeah, Bengals lost. Ben uh, was very upset about that. That was his team. He's been rooting for him a long time. Uh, I was upset just because I wanted the Rams to... Not win at all. There's a lot of Rams hate Missouri. Easily. Oh yeah, yeah. From them transferring. We from ate St. some Louis really good to... buffalo chicken dip. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sports, go sports. Yeah, I don't sports too much. I'm too nerdy. Um, exactly. <laughs> right. We have better things to focus our time on. Right. Speaking of Blake, you want to tell us a little bit of news? Yeah, let's break up, break out rumor mill. <laughs> don't break up, break out. Break it out. I'm glad to see that our very high standards for production. <laughs> oh, me too. Me too. That's uh, there we go. <laughs> I mean, nobody can see those anyway, so you don't need to see my index cards. Uh, so this week on Rumor Mill, we have uh, Henry Cavill uh, supposed to be back in the Flash movie as Superman. Yes. So so that rumor was dropped. Um, apparently, he's been on set. How do y'all feel about that, you DC lovers? I, I love ex- it. Yeah, I'm Good. excited. I think Henry Cavill, other than Christopher Reeves, Henry Cavill's probably the best uh, Superman. Superman. Yes. To date. Yeah. No, he is pretty good. Yeah. I'm just waiting for him to come over to the MCU. It'll happen. He wants his hands in everything nerdy yeah. possible. That's yeah. true. He is a huge nerd. And also, he's been in meetings with, with uh, Papa Feige. So, yes. I mean, it's coming. He, he oh, yeah. most, out of everything, he mostly wants to play Captain Britain. Yes. Let the man have it. Yeah. Honestly. <laughs> I mean, Let with what he's it. done with The Witcher alone, I will take anything he wants to do. Yeah. On multiple and levels. He's very much the same way that Ryan Reynolds is insistent that Deadpool be mm-hmm. good. Right. And if he's going to have his hand in it, that it's going to be good. Sure. Um, Henry Cavill refuses to let The Witcher be anything outside of what the the stories and the games have established. Yes. Which is awesome. It's awesome. It's it's sure. awesome to have somebody in a production that, that actually cares and is willing to go to bat for their... Their, their nerd, character. Yeah, for right. their, their, their things nerd they nerd out over. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so then we also have a – so <laughs> Batman is claiming to have one up on MCU Phase 4. <laughs> Are you ready for this? Okay. Here's what, they're, here's what they're bragging about. Because Batman is going to be released in China when none of Phase 4 has yet. <laughs> I mean – I mean, that's a couple of million-person <laughs> audience. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I guess – it, it's you would think that with all of the uh, problems that Warner Brothers had with uh, Dark Knight Returns, 
whenever Batman went into China and brought a Chinese citizen out against the law, and they refused to show the mo- movie until they removed <laughs> that scene from it. I feel like they're just making up money at this point. Like, well, I mean, hi. When, when you're DC, yeah. you're going to strive and pull at whatever strain you can to try to win up to Marvel, because we all know it's not possible. It is if you're looking at the animated size of Marvel. Marvel has but not really is. been yeah. able to do DC anything animation. animated. DC sure. anime has Marvel sure. by the neck every time. Right, but which creates more money? Um, more popularity. Because you can actually market that a little bit more. You can turn that into the games. You so, can easily so have, turn that into the comics. Have they brought more money into the MCU? When you look at the comic no, no, and no, the animated have size? Have they? If you're only looking at the cinematic universe, <laughs> no. I didn't no. say if. I said have they. MCU-wise, <laughs> then no. But you're not talking about the same thing. Oh, cinematic so. universe is different than all the other stuff that no, I was talking about. Should not agree they're animated is better, but it ain't a cash cow. So. No, but you did just admit that DC was better in something. No, so I, I will that, take that as a have, win, and I'm going to yeah, put that on the it. shirt. Like, what's your next rumor? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, I'm not sure if anybody cares about this, but Howard the Duck is rumored to be in She-Hulk. I mean, I care. Uh, eh. Seth Green. I'm still uncomfortable. It's still going to be. No, Seth Green. Is it Seth Green? Yeah. It's Seth Green. Oh. Yep. I've been saying Seth Rogen this whole time. Look at, anyways, I have to have my moment. But no, uh, Seth Green, he uh, he did the animated uh, Howard the Duck and What If. He also did it in Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, but yeah, he's rumored to be in She-Hulk. So, yeehaw. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, Howard the Duck is one of these characters that he was originally created to be a uh, Donald Duck. Right. Like, analog. And uh, they wanted him in the... Marvel Comics, and more he was kind of just a fun character, like with um, um, Captain Carrot, um, and just some of the other like wild DC or Marvel characters they've had over the years. Um, they just took it to a really weird place. He could be really fun on screen, though, and yes. I think uh, it'll be interesting. I would have to assume. Hey, Ben, welcome to chat. Um, I would have to assume that it's probably going to be something along the lines of She-Hulk defending Howard the Duck in court. Cool. That would be funny. Right, which is going to be a lot of fun. Ben, better late than never. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I knew you were there the entire time, Ben. Uh, So, uh, Tobey Maguire, supposedly, in Morbius, which is stupid and makes no sense, and I'm completely against, because here's the thing. Couldn't tell. I mean, Tobey Maguire. Anyways, we're not even going to go on that. So, all the Easter eggs, I mean, with the Oscorp Tower, everything mm-hmm. leads to Andrew Garfield. Uh, not necessarily. But yeah, it carry does, on. though. It, it's what matters. <laughs> and and everybody now wants Andrew Garfield back. He's revamped the love for his character that maybe was never there. And Tobey Maguire is just... Excuse me. I disagree. I think we can have three on-screen Spider-Men at one time. I don't think there's any reason not to. I also, all three Spider-Men are referenced in that movie. Uh, The Tobey Maguire Spider-Man is the the graffiti on the wall. Uh, The Oscorp is the Andrew Garfield Oscorp. And then, obviously, Tom Holland's Vulture is in the trailer. And plus, I think even the video games were referenced in it, too, weren't they? With the posters that were hung up? Let's just be honest. They don't know what the fuck they're doing to Morbius movie. <laughs> yes. No, I'm not really looking forward to so it. So we talked about this one day on the show, but I think that they hedged their bets by including something from every Spider-Man right. to see which one worked best. They're just going to roll the dice and see what wins. Which fans sit there and talk about the most, and that's what we're going to give them. <laughs> okay. But I do want to see more Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. I think that 
especially with Sam Raimi coming into the MCU, I want to see more. I, I want to see his Spider-Man 4, and I want to see it made. And that's only going to happen if we can keep Tobey Maguire making Spider-Man films. I want to see what to Sam Raimi can do besides Spider-Man. Yeah. He's so talented. Let's see what he can do besides Spider-Man. Well, I mean, Spider-Man. we're going to see Multiverse see of Madness. Multiverse, right. yeah. So why even worry about Tobey coming back? Let's uh, let's move forward, Sam. Because everybody let's wants to see an old man Spider-Man because of the multiverse. Everybody wants to see what happens. No, I would see an old man Spider-Man. But we all see him come back looking like a cool youth pastor. That was not an old man. I, you have a very different ish. youth pastor than I did oh, as a child. Yeah. I, I like the I like the concept art where they gave him like the grayish facial mm-hmm. hair. Yes, like in the uh, the overlap pulled back, you know, button up, uh, whatever. Uh, I really like that version. I would love to see Tobey Maguire like that version, but we all seen in No Way Home, he's not that version. So I think we always or you also have to keep in mind that Spider Man has a healing factor. It's not as strong as Wolverine's, right. but it's somewhere around the range of what Captain America's is. Mm-hmm. He doesn't age as fast as the rest of us, right? So, I mean, he doesn't necessarily need to look old, even if he has been around for, like, he could be in his 50s and look like he's in his 30s. Uh, sure. That's that's not something you can't explain away with the, the character's abilities. But with um, the multiverse coming in, they could do several things with that movie, especially with them talking about the Darkhold and everything in the multiverse for Strange. That's opening the door for all vampires. So they could start with Toby and throw him into whatever universe afterwards. Sure. I want to see the M2 universe on screen. I want to see Mayday Parker. I want to see I do too. Uh, Dark Devil. I want to see all of the, the J2, Juggernaut's son. I want to see oh, all those Silk, characters. On, all of yeah. them. I want to see them actually go from something other than Peter Parker. I love Peter Parker. I love the characters. Mm. I love Miles Morales. I'm excited to see that. But you have him in the Spider-Verse, you have Tom Holland, you have Peter Parker and all the other movies. I want to see a different actual character in the Spider-Role. Yeah. Right. Well, I mean, we know Miles is coming. There's no yes. way he's not, no. especially with the popularity of the character. But I want to see that little spider that could. The Spider-Girl comic was canceled and brought right. back and canceled and brought back and canceled mm-hmm. and brought back and canceled and brought back again because of the popularity of the character. And I think that this... Tobey Maguire Spider-Man gives us an opportunity to get her on screen. Especially yeah. since he said in the last Spider-Man, him and May were, or MJ yes. were able to work things out. Yeah. That opens up the door to that, that other realm to hit those other levels. Because Spider-Gwen's already going to be in Spider-Verse. So they can keep riding that train. Let it be a door yep. worth watching. Oh, absolutely. That's the I, thing. Uh, I, I think, if, if nothing else, getting her on screen means that we'll eventually see it relaunched, even if it's not good. And, you know, eventually we might get a good version, even if it's just Sony helming it instead of Marvel being in charge of it. I mean, the first Spider-Man was really good with Toby. As long as we don't talk about Spider-Man 3. It was good for the time. It doesn't hold up today. Here's the thing with Toby McGuire. I liked his Spider-Man. I hated his Peter Parker. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Bruce Campbell, though, wins. But he wasn't... He was. He's he was in, all the way. From what through. I understand, he's no, gonna. He's, he's yeah, got an uncredited that. scene in Multiverse I mean, of Madness because he is going to be a variant Doctor Strange. <laughs> that could be, or he could be actually Mephisto. playing the Mysterio role Mysterio. that he okay. had in the Let first three Spider Man. And it would be even cooler if, and and our uh, graphic designer Scott Weiss and I were talking about this. It would be even cooler if, uh, traveling through the multiverse, they find themselves near an old cabin in the woods and they enter it and it's Ash Williams from uh, Evil Dead. I would love that so <laughs> much. <laughs> but anyway. 
So uh, <laughs> No Way Home has also finally beat Avatar. Yes, uh, domestic. Yes, thank yeah. God. Now they just have to re-release Take it again. Take that, James Cameron. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that's great. I mean, that man has... He brought out Avatar, what, three years later again just because he got pissed? You know oh, he's going to do it again because he hates Superman yeah. or superhero movies. Okay, Scorsese. You know, I mean, and he tried to be... I mean, it's stupid. Does James Cameron... Has he said anything against superhero films? I it thought was, he did, and that was we, part of the reason well, why he re-released When you're releasing Avatar a few years later because it eats your ass that, you know, superhero films got knocked you. out of the number one yeah. spot. Yeah. You, There's a reason why he did it. silently but loudly say, making a statement. Which he did a lot of for the film industry whenever he released that movie. But Avatar's was... great, too. I love Avatar. I really do love Avatar. Well, fuck you, James Cameron. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Papa Feige. No all hard the way. feelings at all. Yes. Not at all. Just make better shit. That's all I gotta say. Yeah. So, let's sit on that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, March 1st uh, is taking off all of your Daredevil, your Punisher, uh, your Jessica Jones, your Luke Cage, your uh, Iron Fist. Ah, shucks. All of them are. I know. <laughs> <laughs> They're not taking the Defenders off, are they? And the Defenders. <laughs> oh, man. They are taking them all off them. Netflix, and we can't help but know it's for a reason. Oh, yeah. Definitely. I mean, you're not going to take some of your most watched TV shows off for no reason. I don't think they have been the most watched in a long uh, time. Actually, Daredevil and Punisher is still pretty high watched. Yeah. With the appearance of. Uh, Charlie Cox in No Way Home. It's Daredevil became the number one show on Netflix. Yep. Again. But here's the question: Does it go to Disney Plus, or is it going to go stars no, 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 where no, no, no. Nowhere Home is Hulu. going? We, oh, well, well Disney owns Hulu. Do they? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. So that's where a lot of people are speculating it to go because that's where their more grungy, dirty do, stuff goes. Do you think they're going to take them from another universe? Do you think they're going to actually connect them with them the sacred universe have. or? I mean, they already have. They kind of, I mean, they we didn't really. got Ralph Boner. That's not connected. <laughs> I think what you're saying is that because Daredevil and Kingpin are now MCU. Yes. And Vincent D'Onofrio says he's playing the exact same, same character. character. They're already in that universe. That, that but without Feige MCU having the heavily influence on those shows, I mean, do you think that they're willing to do that? Yes. So from what I understand, here's what the official statement from Papa Feige in the MCU is. Some of the Marvel Netflix is canon. And some of it isn't. And None they're like gonna Iron pick Fist. they're gonna pick what is and isn't. I think Iron Fist for sure is one that's gonna I go. Think that's on gonna the, go. Yeah, it's gonna get I enjoyed Jessica Jones. Fire. I thought that was pretty good. Yeah. I I enjoyed season one of Jessica Jones, season of two of Jessica Jones kinda grinded for me. I yeah. didn't care for it as much. Yeah, I think Punisher will stay, but I think they're gonna end up revamping it to make it more Disney friendly. I'm, I just wish they'd pick a different actor to play. I do I not, love John Bernthal as the Punisher. I like him. Sir, do I can't not. like him after Walking Dead. I just, um, his character I made me hate him as a person. I, mm. He was playing the character he was yeah. told to play. If you hate him, as Shane was meant to be hated. If you hate him, that means he he's a did good actor. his job, sir. Yeah, no, he did do a good job. He did, but he is not John. He is Shane forever in my life. <laughs> that is, that That's how well he acted, Shane. He's such a great Punisher. Like I no. can't think the Thomas Jane Punisher actor. was all right, but he was so kid friendly compared right. to That's like true. the Marvel Max line. I'm a yeah. sucker for the the Tom is. Jane as a kid growing up watching that. I know um, Tom Jane was not as violent or you know as grotesque as what Punisher was in comics, but I loved Thomas Jane. Like I, I feel did. like Dolph Lundgren shouldn't be entered into the conversation. Thomas Jane no. was too kid friendly. 
Right, Ray, Ray Stevenson Stevenson's. was too hardcore, yeah. and John Bernthal's like right there in the middle. He's right. just right. I Ray Stevenson was pretty hardcore. I'm not gonna lie. Says, Let's bring Dolph back. Uh, maybe in like a, <laughs> a multiverse uh, situation. But he's already all talked the in interviews in about coming back. He said that he wants it back, but he wants to do the same thing like Ryan Reynolds did with Deadpool. He wants to do it in his way because he's a fan of the actual sure. comics. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, we, we've all learned that whenever someone is a true fan and will fight for what the character should be and understands the character, we always get better content. Unless you're whenever. Blake and you have bad taste. Blake has great taste. Look at that coat. Yeah. My God, that blazer. You can't deny this. <laughs> thank, thank you, Danny. I appreciate that. Yeah. I mean, Thanks. you're lucky there's a table between us. I've already mounted you. <laughs> this just got awkward. All right. So it's awkward, only awkward if you my make middle it. name. <laughs> So on last part of Rumor Mill, we're going to cover a wide variety of things. Let's go. And it's, Let's it's, go. It's the rumors that we all have been waiting for. We are literally about to talk about Multiverse of Madness. Yep. Nova, Photon, Iron Man. Which one is it? Which one? Uh, it's... I think it's Captain Marvel. Maria Rambeau as Captain Marvel in a, from another universe. I think, I think that that's, that's what you're going to see. So I, I think seen... it is. Stills, and I've watched a lot of like people discussing this between when it came out and today. Yeah, um, there are stills where they've brought it into like 8K and looking at it, and it is Tom Cruise's face on that body. Oh, really? Then there are other stills where it is the actress that played Maria Rambo, and it's her face yeah. for sure well, with her current haircut. Where Tom Cruise ain't, does not have that much cake, like. Yeah. No, seriously. That's what I'm saying. I, no, I'm, I'm saying there's some scenes. I think they're fucking with us on CGI on purpose, Disney? like they did with the whole Marvel? Infinity War. Daddy Water. Feige fucking with you yeah. during exactly. a trailer. A theory yeah. no. I saw. A theory I saw by the Cosmic Wonder was that it's both. Mm-hmm. That he has created Iron Man suits that embrace the power of the Infinity Stones, right? And that that's in those scenes. That's both the Supreme or superior Iron Man and a version of Captain Marvel at the same time fighting against Scarlet Witch. Here's what I think after as of today. I mean, my, my mind has changed every day since that trailer came out. No. But as of today, I think, you know, superior Iron Man will be in it. I yep. think Tom Cruise, a superior Iron Man, will be in that. I but think the I Iron do, Legion yeah. alone tells us he's going to be in it. Right, exactly, 100%. And, but I, I do I do think that that person fighting Wanda is Monica Rambeau. Or like, not Monica, maybe Maria Rambeau. Uh, his version of Captain Marvel in another universe. Right. Because we all see where Scarlet Witch comes out of the courtyard of where the uh, Illuminati is. And she's got that bluish-black blood on her, along with red blood. And we all know what blue blood means. That's Kree. Yeah. Or a bad TBS TV show. Anyway. Um, or or it's Iron Legion oil. That was my other argument, uh, that it's well, not necessarily the blue blood. Some hydraulic fluid or something. Yeah. yeah. Some theories that I've seen is that it's Killmonger from the What If. I've and seen... if that is the case, then the Iron Legion is actually can be controlled by him because he showed that he has that ability in What If. Why would I've... he have black blood? I've seen blood that. Blood. Well, that could have been Captain Marvel. Well, there oh. is very clearly, with like good resolution and zoomed in, there's very clearly a a version of Black Panther sitting in one of those chairs. Yes. Right. Which, which, which is probably, probably Killmonger. The Michael B. Jordan Killmonger mm-hmm. Black mm-hmm. Panther. Or it's a version of King T'Chaka, or it's a different Black Panther altogether. And that's how we can get introduced to Shuri as Black Panther. 
Yes, possibly. I still think it's Killmonger. So what if, what do y'all think about this? What if this isn't the Illuminati, but we have Professor X with them leading the Defenders of the Multiverse? I think you really want Defenders. It's. I mean, it's possible. Well, no, we've seriously, got that, we got from the what if. You're right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. and we got Killmonger. Uh, we got... Captain Marvel, or Captain, uh, Captain Carter's Carter. supposed to be in it. Right. I mean, so what if this is Xavier leading the multiverse defenders that we got from What If? And this I is also a wonder... A lot of those same characters, though, you can find in New Avengers. I'm just saying What If. I also wonder, <laughs> knowing how much Marvel loves to fuck with us, right? if that is... If they hired Patrick Stewart to do a voiceover for the trailer... You know he would do it. Use him. And, just to mess with and you? And that's James McAvoy. In the oh my god, people Professor would X die, <laughs> and I would laugh hysterically at because everybody. it's rumored that James McAvoy is also in the film. I'm going to be honest with you, and that would actually please me. And Magneto, I love um, James McAvoy. Yeah, that both of them are in the film. So what if this whole thing is a misdirect by Marvel, where they hired Patrick Stewart to come in and do a voiceover for the trailer, show Professor X from the back? We're all like, holy shit. Patrick Stewart's in this movie. Right. And it's actually James McAvoy. That gives me I'm a okay whole different that. level of tingle. And then you can bring in Ma- Michael Fassbender as the Magneto. You don't have to worry about Ian McKellen's old ass coming in a wheelchair himself. Oh, take uh, that. Do not slander. Yeah, you I'm don't badmouth Gandalf. No, no, I love Ian McKellen. He's a great yeah, actor. Sir Ian no, I McKellen. Do. But How dare you? James McAvoy and Michael Fassbender <laughs> brought to the screen the best version of Xavier I agree. I agree and with Magneto. That. He gave they, a different They, they embraced the character. They really did. I think that and when you're James McAvoy and you can play seven characters in one movie yeah, and, sure. and just do them with the flip of a switch like that and make yeah. you truly believe it, you are a talented son of a bitch. Yeah, so. but you're not going to beat Patrick Stewart. Are you breaking things again? Uh, yes. Zombies, by the way. Yes. yes. So what about the zombies? The Wanda zombie from the TV position? You got the strange zombie? Like, I have so many wild theories about what's going on in Multiverse of Madness. This movie is probably going to blow Endgame out of the water. Is it going to blow it out of the water, or is it going to become overwhelming with all of the things that they are trying to put? No. Because there's some people that thought No Way Home was going to become, or was, overwhelming with everything level. that they were trying to put. There was stuff in there that you didn't need. and But they didn't bring that level like they hyped it up to be, in my opinion. But they're doing that with Multiverse... So, mm, but they didn't straight up show Xavier in the trailer. Going to be Wolverine <laughs> in one of the multiverse. Like, right? There's so many things, and I know that not all of those are going to come true. Sure. But I worry that it might become overwhelming. Nope. I Feige is. I was going to say Jesus and Jesus. Daddy Feige them. is yeah. a lot of things. <laughs> yeah. But, you called him Daddy. Oh, <laughs> hell yeah. Papa Feige is no, it's Jesus' brother. We've officially changed it. It's that, Daddy Feige. I need you to say it, please. We're not no. saying that. No. <laughs> Can we get comments to get everybody to say Daddy Feige, please? Yeah, let's let's, let's fill the chat with Daddy Feige comments. Um, so another thing I was thinking about today, and I bounced this off Jared at work. Um, so we know from the end of Deadpool 2 that he got He's off Cable's, Cable's time-traveling ability, and he jumped around, and he also went to alternate universes right. because he went to... Uh, the world where Ryan Reynolds was reading the Green Lantern script. He's having a hell of a time doing yeah. it. <laughs> the funniest thing that I think would be a, a great turn, because we've, we've seen, I guess I should backtrack a little, on the Multiverse of Madness poster, we have found the image of Deadpool giving the shh 
face on the poster. Like yep. he's possibly it's in the movie. There. But with him jumping around in time at the end of Deadpool 2, did the TVA pick him up? Is he going to pop up in the TVA or he, having been handed off to the Illuminati? You want to hear my theory? Yes, I would All right, love to. Here's my theory of this, and I could be wrong, but I'll, here's what I would love to see. <laughs> Thank you, Jess. <laughs> We're getting daddy comments. You're going to have to say oh, it. Oh, daddy. You're going to have to say it. <laughs> no, I won't. <laughs> Papa. I, Poppy. Papa. No, it's daddy. Hey, Poppy. No, uh, so like <laughs> – so here, here, here's my theory. I need somebody to grab that and record it and post it everywhere, please. Yeah, that's going up on our TikTok yes. for sure. Kumastas, <laughs> <laughs> Poppy. No. All right, so like, here's what I think. Here's what I would love to see. All right, as we see Strange in is it America Chavez going through the multiverses as they're like crashing through. You see the savage yes. lane. You see whatever. Dinosaurs. I would love for them yes. to crash just through a universe. And this is where you don't only see Deadpool. But you see Deadpool and Hugh Jackman as Wolverine doing something in the scene as they're crashing through those multiverses. Give us that fucking little clip right there yeah. of them two dig- together. Cause You're not, not going to get not it. Not only have we wanted Deadpool in the MCU, but we have wanted a scene with Hugh Jackman as Wolverine and Deadpool together. So give us that at one shot in the multiverse of madness. I don't think you're going to get Hugh Jackman back for it. I think if that's maybe where Daniel Radcliffe comes in. Oh. But I don't know about a Daniel, you, Rad- yeah. Daniel Radcliffe as Wolverine. Know. Um, until you say daddy, that's not happening. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but here's the thing in that scene where they're falling through the multiverses and the the dinosaurs are fighting in the background, which we're all pretty sure is the savage land. Yes. There's a little corner of the shattering glass. The animation animated. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. That's animated. This is where Captain Carter is coming through. I may be wrong, but I think because it's got a parking cone in it. I think that's the scene from the end of Into the Spider-Verse where Spider-Man 2099 meets the 70s animated Spider-Man really? and they're pointing at each I other. I hope so. But side note, sidebar, did you see that Sony was talking about doing a Spider-Man 2099 live action? Yes. Yes. Yep. Yeah. That was So that my, could be know, the tie-in if they're if Marvel's going to have anything to do with it and Daddy Feige's going to have it. Say yep. it with me, Daddy yep. Feige. There goes one. So <laughs> <laughs> You should you shouldn't have saved that for last. For no, sure. that is a like upfront thing. Read the room, man. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I mean, look at his shirt. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, the worst Spider-Man ever. Oh, whatever. <laughs> I thought you thought Tobey Maguire was the worst Spider-Man. Oh. Ever. That's true. I would actually watch him over Tobey Maguire. My God. Uh, and this is where the chat says you can leave now. But I do uh, wonder. Can't leave when you're wearing a blazer like this. Yeah. <laughs> I do wonder if we're gonna get some into the Spider Verse, like if okay we're gonna get that. sure give us some Spider Man that's worthy of being on screen. They've been teasing it again, where you're gonna have all the Spider Men into Spider Verse again. Right. And I've said it in chat before, and I stand by it. Tom Holland wants it. Zazeze wants it. Who? Zadea. Oh. Everybody wants it. <laughs> She's on. Nickname basis with Zendaya. I am. We're her and I like Zazay. Zazay. No, that's actually my nickname for Zavala and Destiny. But it's I will not put it past them for it to happen. Like they talked about them coming onto set to talk with Tom Holland and uh, Zadea. I think it's possible, especially in the second one. I mean, two parter. So 
what's your theory that it's going to be live action showing up in an animated film or that they're going to do animated versions of the live action characters? I think it'll be animated going into that because it's easier to get both of those characters in an animated version. And I think that they're going, that's the best animated Marvel movie that they've had, like animated anything. Hmm. So I think they're going to keep with that animated line and they're going to bring him into the animated verse. Yeah. Nice. I mean, it'll be interesting to see. I'm so ready for another Doctor Sh- uh, <laughs> Taylor, Taylor Burton, it's a blue blazer. Yeah. Thanks. You're so ready for what? Uh, freaking Doctor Strange. Like, I, yeah. Like, it makes me so wish it was still in March to May now because that trailer just threw so much at us. So much more than we all expected. Chaos. And these, like, rumor leaks are being so spot on. Uh, yes. Well, he, he, whew. Here's another one I read today, and it makes sense. All right, because there's concept art with Xavier being in the yellow wheelchair. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's been going on for a while before we even knew Patrick uh, Stewart was in there. So say he is in the yellow wheelchair, and this concept art is true, just like the freaking Ultron bots. I mean, all this concept art's coming true. Or, sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay, those bots. Anyways, it's, say that's true. Say this is how X-Men 97 is Tied in with the MCU. Oh, what if what if they tie in that animation with real characters like they're doing? What if if they, if they give us Xavier in a yellow hover round chair? You might as well call it. That's what it is. I They've already said know. that. I know that's a long picking in... up where the series ended. Yeah. Right? No, no, it's because it's in '97 where it ended. Yeah. So I know, but what, what if for some reason that's been a whole other universe, and that now our universes are colliding? And then we're going to start getting those versions of the X-Men in live action from that cartoon. I think they're going to keep it separate. Yeah, I think I they're going to so play too. around with it to see how people react to them actually bring it back and figure out what they can and can't do with it. And then when the X-Men come into the MCU, they're mm. going to have to start from scratch with it. Yeah. But as far as just rampant fan theory, hell yeah. I would love that, though. <laughs> <laughs> I would. I mean, Malnourished, so uh, the 90s X-Men theme song. Have you looked up the Japanese 90s X-Men theme song? Because that is a fucking banger. Now I know what I'm doing after this. All right. <laughs> what was that? And the blazer thing was a friend's joke reference. Yes, I knew. I, I see you. Friends is life. Yeah, you're right, Jesse. It's been a while since we've had a Mephisto reference out of Blake. Yeah, it is. Uh, hey, the man, it is, is the man is coming. That the, the devil is coming. The <laughs> the zombie strange. Whenever he does all the like black liquid arms right. over the top of him, crazy shit. is wearing the same colors as the Defender Strange. So the theory is that, that he dies at some point, right? And the MCU Doctor Strange ends up in his body somehow and brings him back to life, or that that's actually the villain of the movie. So here's a question. Do you think Dark Strange is a throwaway villain or a misdirect from what's really going on, and he's actually going to be helping based off of how What If ended? I think he's going to be our main good guy, Strange, inhabiting a dead body. For some reason, Doc, or Dark Strange. Mm. Yeah, I just, I just want to see it. 
The only reason I say that is because the scene in the trailer when they very first show that doc- the zombie Doctor Strange, mm-hmm. he's looking at his hand like he doesn't understand, right. like it's something new. And I think that's a scene of our Doctor Strange being transported into a different body or jumping through universes well, in some way to save himself. Like maybe he's astral projecting and he inhabits a, a different body. How do you explain the zombie Wanda? Oh, it's zombie Wanda. It's zombie Wanda. <laughs> okay. It's the same thing from the what if. They're just bringing that over and that'll probably be a universe that they go into. But yes. one of the things that um, I did see speculation on was that, so you see Doctor Strange, Prime Strange, Main Strange, Daddy Strange, whatever you want to call him, wake up in bed. <laughs> oh, Daddy. <laughs> so you see him wake up in bed and that could be one of those things where he's able to see all of the things that are happening to the other strangers in the different universes. So he could be asleep during one of those scenes and he wakes up and he's looking at his hand, trying to figure out what the fuck is going on. Mm-hmm. Right. And then he wakes up and that might be one of the scenes that actually wakes him up and jolts him out. Oh, like his nightmare. It's a nightmare where having. he's trying to figure out what is actually going on. Sure. I think, I think Daddy we need, strange. Oh daddy shirts for the, the show. I'll rock it. Yeah. Yep. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> we could have so if we stand in a line it'll say like oh daddy slam some ass it'd be perfect i i totally rock that i'll be there for those pictures oh man so y'all have anything else to add to rumor mill this week what's that do you have anything else to add to rumor mill i besides? think we're good that's cool you, it seems like these rumors have been milled these rumors have been milled this rumor mill you're picking that up <laughs> nose ghost <laughs> All right. Uh, so, daddy, strange ass. <laughs> now that we've, now that we've really daddied this uh, this show, um, this podcast is now called Daddy Marvel. We're in a bit of a lull. We don't have any Wednesday shows on Disney Plus to watch. And then Peacemaker's last episode don't come out till tomorrow. Yep. So that's or tonight at two a.m., which true. is probably what I'll do. Not me. Uh, not me. <laughs> Be trying to get some sleep. I never sleep. Well, the city needs him. Uh, so, yeah, we, we yeah, Boba Fett's over with, so that kind of sucks. We're in a bit of a lull, yeah. Uh, but we, what's the next thing Disney's got Moon releasing? Night? Moon Knight. Yep, coming. Yeah, Moon Knight. Yeah, Can't and then we have Obi Wan, uh, May twenty fifth. Excited for so, that. So, Moon Knight's coming out in March, correct? Mm-hmm. Yep. So speaking of Moon Knight, we got a little more of a peek at Moon Knight. We did um, with the Super Bowl. Can I say that that trailer kind of made me a little nervous? Yeah. Because I don't know the seconds, whatever to it. But there was a scene where you see him and you see Moon Knight's behind, like behind him and you have the grass and everything. That CGI made me a wee little nervous because it did not look fully fleshed out. And it makes me worry that they were trying to rush it with everything else that was going on. So is that the scene where Khonshu walks up behind him out yes. in the field? Okay. And yeah. the Kashu CGI looked kind of rough, too. Yeah. Like, I just... It makes me nervous that they were trying to rush it to stay on a schedule to keep the Disney Plus going. I mean, yeah. I'm going to watch it either way. Marvel plus Egyptian well, stuff. It could be I'm just in. the preview quality, too. I mean, it could be That's commercial what I hope. quality. So. I, yeah, and I think we've got time for them to polish that between now and sure. release. So hopefully, really all that matters is that they have it taken care of by the time the show drops. That's... Yeah. And... They do a pretty good job of doing that. I mean, they have a, a legion of people who can be on top of it. So 
hopefully their quality well, control is there. Lucas Films would have that too, but they had to hire some guy off of YouTube in order to fix <laughs> yeah. the second Mando That's season three. That's true. Speaking of Moon Knight, you had, you had a lot of people complaining about the awful British accent that, that uh, Oscar Isaac was given. Yeah. And, and he replied back, came back with him, was like, of course it's awful. It's supposed to be awful. My other personality is American, <laughs> so I'm not a true British guy. Yeah. It's supposed to be fake. <laughs> so we also got a scene of Mr. Knight in the trailer, which is really cool because it's like the sophisticated version of Moon Knight that is actually another aspect of Mark right. Spector mm -hmm. um, as Moon Knight. Uh, so Moon Knight is incredibly violent. And incredibly hard to, like, work with and stuff for the police. So they have this Mr. Knight identity where people can come and talk to him. And then Moon Knight gathers the information and then goes out as Moon Very Knight. Very comic accurate, too. I yes. Mean, he's on the nose. Yes. <laughs> it, lo it looks great. Which makes me feel really good about the show, that they're going to handle the character appropriately. Well, I love how they're getting more and more closer. You know, they, they've really built this foundation, this space of realism. Uh, or to really just draw people in and make it feel like this is really happening to where they're at the same time making it more comic accurate costumes but not be cheesy still. Yeah. And I, that's what I love about I it. I did love that the Moon Knight cape when it's completely spread out was a crescent. Right. I don't know that that's the thing in the comics so it was really cool for the show. I think so. I don't I don't know. I'm Again, not a huge Moon Knight fan so I don't remember seeing it in any of his appearances but maybe. But it I, was really cool to see on screen. Um, uh, ben is asking if we can talk about who we think is going to be in the MCU Illuminati. Um, I think Reed that, Richards. <laughs> I think we're getting so. Let me run down my list of who I think sure. is in that scene. I think that Baron Mordo is yep. taking the place of the Sorcerer Supreme, uh, Doctor Strange mm -hmm. on the Illuminati. I think we're getting Professor X for sure. Reed Richards, some version of a Black Panther, uh, and unless Chadwick Boseman happened to film no. this a long time ago they said um, in what if that yeah. was his final role they yeah. had a credit wait, for it wait, wait, wait. what if oh here we go oh lord no no no. what if they see they cgi not bozeman's face but a black panther character and this is where bozeman went to be he was included with the illuminati our our sacred timeline bozeman and then wanda fights all of them kills them and that's how Bozeman ki gets killed off. I don't think they'd do that to his character. I, I don't think so either. But they could. I mean, if, if, if his family's okay with it, if they can get the rights to using his voice for it, and they can do it in a respectful way, right. it might be a good send-off for the Black Panther character. But also, him just being summarily ripped apart by uh, Wanda probably isn't the best exit for him no. in a respectful Shit way. Happens in MCU, I think if man. you're going to see but... him again, it's going to be in the land of the Panthers where he's trying to guide Suri or whoever. But you can't give his voice. How's he going to guide her? I Sign think, language. I mean, I think how is our he going to be in the next? I think our Illuminati. Captain Carter is going to be on the Illuminati because literally they they literally could give him no voice acting. There's just a, you know yeah Xavier talking with the Illuminati, maybe you know Mordo up there talking, and then they Wanda pops in wants to fight him. Well, then your other characters jump in to start fighting. They don't have to have a speaking deal. And I don't. And NSL. I, I think know. as family, I would rather have him as the Panther Dreamland. Giving hope to the next Panther oh, instead of being I mean, ripped apart you, and you can no look at it that roles. You can look at it that way, or you can look at it as like, hey, he was the wisest person of that that sacred timeline, so he was put on the Illuminati board yeah. because he was the wisest. We well, can't help that we got a source, you know, sorceress over here that's you know more powerful than the whole Illuminati board, so he so he died. 
when the Illuminati was first formed, they offered to let T'Challa be on the Illuminati, and he told them to fuck off. Uh, not in so many words. Uh, I'm pretty sure that was a quote. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> actually, that's a Hugh Jackman quote. Uh, <laughs> but with there's clearly a Black Panther in some capacity on the Illuminati in the scene. Sure. Uh, the question is, who is it going to be? If it is a younger King T'Chaka, they could have the – I forget their name. The actor that played King T'Chaka in Civil War and then the older King T'Chaka in uh, Black Panther, mm -hmm. his son played younger King T'Chaka in Black Panther. Mm -hmm. So he could reprise the role as a younger T'Chaka as Black Panther and be killed off. True. And it's just a different timelines King T'Chaka right. from when he was younger. So I can't remember him from I can't remember his name. I'm horrible with names. I'm like that one guy that did the one thing. But um <laughs> <laughs> I'm horrible with names. Cool. Uh I believe he was like the white gorilla in Black Panther, the one that ended up saving Fubaku. Uh, yes. What if he was the actual one that they brought in? Because they've been speculating that he's going to have more of a role in the upcoming Black Panther movies. I think that regardless of whether he's king of Wakanda or not, that Umbaku is always going to be white gorilla. I don't think he's going to take on the role of the Black Panther. Didn't he um, in the comics for a little bit, though? I don't think so. I mean, I, I could, could be, be wrong. wrong. I could be wrong. We I'm like that one wrong. guy that did the one thing. So. Y'all are both probably wrong. Not as wrong as you, Daddy. <laughs> yeah, the vegan. <laughs> uh, but I don't. I don't think that what we're seeing on that in that Illuminati is mm -hmm. going to be Umbaku. Sure. I think it's going to be Michael either B. Michael B. Jordan or a different version of Black Panther, possibly a variant, um, which could be anyone. Right. I mean, if we're getting a Tom Cruise Iron Man, which Based on the leaks, the CGI that we've seen, the fact that there's pictures of Tom Cruise with right. Iron Man's goatee, um, that I think that's definitely ca that's coming. Sure. And um, uh, he has to be a superior Iron Man on top of that just because he said if he plays Iron Man, he wants to be the Iron Man with no mask on so his face can be seen. Yeah. And that's... He's got to so the aliens can recognize him for his work. Right. And yeah. superior Iron Man is the only one that has the face showing all the time. Yes, so that's what I think the I think that's what the Illuminati we're gonna get is. Um, I know that like, well, actually, that's my my pick. So who are you thinking? Uh, I was I was gonna say some form. I, I would like to say T'Challa. I mean, I would uh, Reed Richards, uh, Mordo, Xavier, and I'll, I'll go ahead and say uh, Maria Rambo, uh, because just for some effects of the trailer with the. The bluish black liquid. You think she's actually on the Illuminati and not just working for them? Yeah. I think it'd be great yeah. if she wasn't just working for them. It's yeah, a... no, I'd like to say she's on there. Like yeah. I would not Monica, but Maria. Maria, yeah. Yep. Uh, I, I would like to say it was where a version where Maria became Captain Marvel, a Captain Marvel that we all needed, uh, <laughs> that was worthy. <laughs> and yeah, that's who I think. Brittany, I am on the same general road with it but clarification wasn't the illuminati tied in with the scrolls in the secret invasion but you also have to think the mcu is writing their own comics pretty much I they mean, are but no that's why i was asking because the next series after this is going to be the invasion. secret invasion yeah. and at the end of wandavision you saw 
her go-to space to find Samuel L. Jackson, deal with all of that. Monica, so, not yeah, Maria. Monica. To, so I could see her being tied into it and bringing her in on that level. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think you're going to have a lot of it. I think the only difference is that you are going to have Xavier. If not, I'll laugh gloriously in the movie theater. Um but I think you're also going to have Michael B. Jordan as Black Panther. I think he's going to be controlling the Ultron bots. And I just went blank on her name. Um, the night nurse, Doctor oh, Strange. Uh, Christine. Yes. What if she was part of it? Because she I mean, has you, a big play. She well, has a big you see thing her going in the Illuminati area with yes. the holding cells behind her. And they have America Chavez in the holding cell and someone else. Uh, strange. Yeah, so strange. So, like, I mean, you see Christine in the Illuminati area with the Hoden cells. Because also, you if you see uh, Wanda, where she is actually got her hand out, get the blood running in her face, you actually see the reflections in her eyes. The reflections in her eyes are two Hoden cells. But you don't see Monica or Strange in them, but you can see two characters. So what if that's where the Illuminati is holding her two sons? I... I think she's going after Chavez to get to her sons. Well, I think that that's possible. I think that the scene that we have where one Scarlet Witch is using her or, like, comforting another Scarlet Witch is where an alternate reality Scarlet Witch was successful in creating her little town. What's what's the name of the town? Uh, Uh, Westview. Westview, Westview. yeah. Um, Is in a successful Westview where she – was able to pull that all off and not sure. get caught or have it broken apart or whatever and, right. and maybe defeated uh, uh, Agatha. Agatha, thank you, without hey, it all blowing up in her face. Agatha, um, yeah, I think Happy that COVID. that's where she's going to get her kids back, and I think that those two Scarlet Witches are going to fight over mm-hmm. the children. Huh. Uh, well, also, like, when you see that, where they go back to Westview in that room, where you get Scarlet Witch on the ground and the other one's reaching out to her. I mean, if you look in the background, house is destroyed. I'm talking about, you see two bicycles in the back, so you know it's the Westview house. But I'm, you look at the spindles and the staircase, I mean, there's dust and dirt everywhere. I mean, I don't know. There's just no telling where yeah. this movie's going to go. You're going to have two sides of Wanda that are going to be fighting through everything. That girl has been through some shit. Yeah, and also, what what do you think about this? <laughs> I know we're done with rumor mill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're an hour into this our show. This episode is just so a like reveal segment. episode. So we, we, have the, we, we have the TV trailer, right? And then we have the YouTube trailer, which we know, you know, they took out the, the zombie areas and all that. But we also see in the background the orchard with Wanda decked out of Scarlet Witch talking to Strange when it's red. But then we also see her in the orchard where it's like everyday normal life. What if every tree represents a universe that she's siphoning through trying to find her kids and then all of a sudden strangers like cut the shit I, I know what you're doing and all of a sudden boom she the orchard just falls and it's red and you see the orbs where every tree was which is the orbs that strange was oh sitting God. here he had above the book and he like he's looking through them all and he combines them and also he shoves them back down in the book what if every tree represents a I mean I'm just saying wouldn't that be wild though yeah, the orchard is that just would be fucking would, wild. It would be something. You know what else is wild? Star Wars, which is the topic <laughs> for our top five this week. Yeah. <laughs> top five. 
Welcome to Top 5. This week we are doing our Top 5 Star Wars characters. Uh, we, If you've never watched the show before, Top 5, we just pick our Top 5 on any random list and then yeah. we present them for your viewing pleasure and discussion in the chat. Uh, in so, education. Blake, would you like to do us the honors and start us I off? I would. Number 5, Lando Calrissian, the Billy D. Williams version. Classic man brought just so much emotion and just a fun character. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. I, I love the Billy D. Williams, Lando Calrissian. Uh, I, I love both versions, the young and the older. But uh, if I had to pick one, he, he's my favorite. Yeah, I'm, I do love Donald Glover. Child yeah, Gambino oh, great is one actor. of my favorite rappers. Sure. Um, but there's just something about old Billy D. Yeah. I mean, when he sit there and, you know, flying back in the Millennium Falcon, you know, he's like, whoa, you know, just so excited. He's grinning from ear to ear. I mean, you literally felt like he was truly happy to be back in the Millennium Falcon. That's true. Uh, and uh, it's just so suave, you know. Just you know, for him talker. to have been the only black dude in space for like 40 years, <laughs> it was pretty cool. Yeah. 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 Brittany, you're number one <laughs> or number five. I don't know how I can follow that up. Um, I was going to go with Bastila from KOTOR. Okay. I just like her story, her entire arc from being good, bad, good, going MIA, going to where she's a Jedi master and she's training. That entire storyline for her is really in depth and she's a badass bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Heather, what's your number five? The Ewoks. Because uh, they're adorable. Everybody wants to Ewok at home. Yes. What's so funny? Oh, the Ewoks suck. They almost made my list. It's oh right to put your number one. Uh, it's they're my teddy bears. They're space teddy bears. Exactly. exactly. Who would Everybody not want one at home? Space teddy bears. Mr. Judgy McJudgerson they were there. They were Jar Jar Binks before Jar Jar Binks. No, they, they, they are way better Jar Jar than Jar Jar Binks. Way better than Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> Jar Jar Binks is my number one. <laughs> anyway, Ben's number five. <laughs> you saw is stupid. What's Ben's? <laughs> the Ronin from Star Wars Visions. And I'm okay. not familiar with that character, so Ben's going to have to. <laughs> yeah. It actually plays into Bastila. Yeah. So she... why don't you tell us about the Ronin? Um, then I'm taking Ben's. Ben's spot there. No. But well, Ben can't really talk, so. Yeah, he, he's I mean, I that. think he has the ability. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, basically, he's a Sith Lord. Bastila saves his life. He goes good. And then he actually brings her back from being Sith into the good. They get married. They have babies. He goes off to continue defeating the Sith. That's the short very short version of it. Yeah, Ben said just something about a Sith Lord deciding to leave the Sith and then track them down and collect their kyber crystals. Yeah. Nice. Uh, Taylor Burton's number five is uh, Boba Fett from the 2014 Battlefront video game, which I think he was a total badass in that game, if oh, I no. remember correctly. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, down there, number five. Number five, the Sarlacc. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, it probably has... The most lines of any character in Star Wars. Yeah. Most uh, memorable lines. <laughs> <laughs> right up there with uh, uh, Chewbacca. 
Uh, my number five is General Grievous um, from the Clone Wars cartoon, though. There was a uh, Clone Wars cartoon in 2003 that was in between Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith. No. And General Grievous in that is terrifying. He is He's actually a, a lot more badass than he was in yes. episode two. It, it, I was or really excited three. for him for his live action reveal in Revenge of the Sith because hmm. they played him as a horror character and like – all the Jedi were terrified of him, and he killed off an entire team of Jedi um, in the episode. Oh, he can swing around four lightsabers like he does. Yeah, and slow <laughs> I mean... all their lightsabers. Now, the on-screen General Grievous we got for Revenge of the Sith, not quite as cool. Right. But in that it's one instance, neat, he was – I mean, he's cool, but he, yeah. he's not – well, not cool, but it was an neat. interesting idea. <laughs> neat. Yeah. Um, cool story, bro. But, but in that Cartoon Network uh, animated uh, series by Gendy Tartakovsky, he was – Incredible. Hmm. Uh, Blake, nice. you're number four. So number four, uh, Jedi Plo Koon. Uh, besides Yoda, he was one of the wisest Jedi. Mm -hmm. uh, he also had an orange lightsaber, which is pretty cool. Not a very common color you see. Uh, he was super devoted to the uh, the clones up until execute 88 or 86. Or what is it? Order. Six, 66. Yeah. Stop yeah. numbers. Damn. Anyways, uh, before execute order sixty six, uh, he I don't know he's cool. Plus, like if you just literally see his species, he's got a cool ass looking face. He's orange. He's got, like this built in, I think, uh, like breather breather thing. Mm -hmm. Just badass looking Jedi. So yes, uh, Brittany, you're number four. HK ben, is that the guy that has a vagina for a face? <laughs> <laughs> Brittany, you're number four. Uh, I don't know. Again, I don't know if that I can looks, top that. If, I'm not even going to comment on Brittany, that. Brittany, you're number four. <laughs> they talk about vaginas and then they go to me. I feel like this is... It's not this intentional. <laughs> uh -huh. All right, so I'll do my like number four. <laughs> um, where is HR? Uh, no, mine is HK47. I like any robot that refers to humans as meat sacks. Yeah. <laughs> and is that the, the one voiced by... Uh, Oh, you're asking me things I don't know. What's I just know it's from KOTOR as well. He was the entire thing just basically asking to kill as many people as possible. It was actually programmed and designed by Ronan. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's not the guy I'm thinking of. Huh. Nope. Probably not. Cool. Uh, Heather, you're number four. Ray. Yeah? From the new trilogy? Yeah. What? I feel like there's hesitation there. I think you want I had trouble coming there. up with an extra one. Hey, she's way better than Ben Solo. I so. mean, I've only ever watched any of the movies one time. Yeah. I, and very recently, I mean, sure. last few years recently. So You, you oh, know what? I was so tough on you for uh, the Ewoks, I'm going to leave your Ray choice alone. Yeah, y'all just recently in the past couple of years have watched all the Star Wars yeah. for the first time, right? We saw yeah. the Mandalorian previews That's a lot to take stuff, in. So, yeah, I mean, we had to yeah. watch all of them, so... Could you imagine? No. <laughs> no. No, 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 I'm not going to lie. Like the other day when she told me that, I was like, can you imagine never seeing Star Wars and then just watching it all real quick? Yep. Oh, yeah. And it was only to watch Mando. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot to, to take fair, in. It's, worth it. it's a lot yeah. of world building. Yeah. Uh, Ben's number four is Kuil. All right. Oh, yeah. I love him or her. I don't know who that is. <laughs> <laughs> he says you all know the phrase. I don't know the phrase. <laughs> I feel like I should, though. Let's see. Danny, what's your number four? Hold on. I need, I need to know. I'm looking it up. Oh, oh fuck. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it's a... Uh... Yes. 
Oh yeah, it's yeah. Nick Nolte. Yeah, isn't it? Yes. And and he says, uh, "Is it? It's not. This is the way. It's. It is. It's. This is the way, right? No. Oh, it's that's the, the Mandalorian. Mando. That's Mando. I have spoken. This is the way. No, the chick is the one. The it's I have spoken. spoken. He put yeah. it in the chat. Yeah. I have spoken. Yes. God, sorry, Ben. The, that's that's on us. This is the way. Is the Mandalorians? Iron, yeah. yeah, Mandalorian. Yeah. The iron, the armor. That's who it is. The armor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Good job, team. You're number four. <laughs> uh, Taylor Burton's number four is Revan. Uh, we're not going to talk about that because he's on my list. Uh, and then Malnourished, number four, is Admiral Akbar. Oh, fish. He's a trap! Yeah. Uh, my number four okay, is Shira Imwe from Rogue One. It was Donnie Yen's character. Uh, I really love that cool. movie. Yeah. Seriously. He's probably my favorite character from the movie. Uh, just the idea that he's a failed Jedi. He couldn't complete jedi training he has no force sensitivity but he lived as a jedi anyway um Kinda blind like Flynn. huh finn yeah <laughs> well you know finn never got even remotely close to being a jedi but he and did he wielded a swing a lightsaber around a little uh <laughs> but uh yeah but uh such a great character and, and the fact that it was donnie yen in star wars uh one of my favorite uh, Hong Kong action stars um, has been in It Man, which is probably one of my favorite series that he's done, but so many other great films. Um, and it was so great to see him in Star Wars. Uh, Blake, you're number three. My number three, Din Djarin and Mando. Uh, man, I'm not going to lie. I just, when that came out, I fell in love with his character. Uh, Pedro Pascal is a great actor. Uh, thank God he took his helmet off. Uh, besides <laughs> four, five, and six, Mando's like my, my next one right there. Yeah. Seriously, he he ranks above one, two, three, seven, eight, nine. Uh, I really just love where that really just branched and, and boosted the Star Wars world building uh, into where it's going to, to now. Uh, and I look forward to seeing much more of him. So, yeah. Uh, and to quote Katrina, who doesn't love a space western? You know. You know when she hits you later. I'm going to say it with self-defense. Brittany, <laughs> you're number three. Uh, my number three is Han Solo. Okay. I yeah, mean, I kind of have to, seeing as I have him tattooed Which on one? Me. Han Solo. Young or Harrison no, Ford? Harrison Ford. Okay, everywhere. good. Every which way possible, <laughs> if yeah. you know what I mean. Oh. Um, She's around the Air Force One with him then, probably. <laughs> I, like, I like Han Solo in the, in the stories of Star Wars. Until you really think about the fact that he was a spice smuggler, right? Meh. Everybody He's has a drug to have a redemption He's story. A He's a drug runner. <laughs> he never claimed to be a good person He's like, from the, the beginning. Everybody yeah. just assumed it, all of it. I mean, he got Leia to do a little bit of incest, but like, he never <laughs> claimed to be a I mean, good you, guy. If you really, really want to put Han Solo <laughs> into like nowadays, Leia to do a little bit of incest. Think of Han Solo being a guy from East Prairie, Sykeson area, with a American muscle car that had the hottest motor in it, running running meth. That's pretty much yeah. what he was. Are you living a dream here? I don't. No. Why would that be a dream? You know, with I, a big hairy friend with a mom. Yeah. You know, you can barely speak English, and you know, it's I, oh, I can see it. Yeah. That, I mean, it, honestly, be a redneck Han Solo yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Doing that uh, hillbilly foo like uh, <laughs> like Rogue. Heather, you're number Ooh. three. Mando. 
Okay, cool, 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 well, cool, I cool, guess cool, 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 But, I mean, he's the reason <laughs> no, I started yeah. watching Star Wars. Din Jaren, hey, there you go. He's, uh, he's a great character. Uh, let's see. Uh, Ben's number three is Babu Frick. Uh, we all know the sound of excitement, I hope. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Taylor Burton's number three, Qui-Gon Jinn. Uh, and malnourished. Uh, number three is Bosk. Is that being jazz? Is uh, Quagmire or what's trying to get out there? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think you're trying a little hard on that one. <laughs> so I'm here, Quagmire, being Star Wars universe. We love you, Walt. Uh, <laughs> my number three is Kit Fisto. Uh, he was a really cool Jedi. Yes. in his in his own way. He had uh, the multiple tentacles, green. Coming. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't think his live action scenes are great. Yeah. Um, he was Still really cool misrepresented looking. in the the movies, but in both the animated Clone Wars from 2003, where he was a total badass, right. and then also in the Clone Wars TV series, where he fought off General Grievous by himself, um, both incredible. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kit Fisto almost made my list. I'm not gonna lie. Kit Fisto is also known for being one of the most talented sword fighters. Of the Jedi Order, oh, nice. as well as being a master, um, which still wasn't good enough to defeat Darth Sidious. Yeah. Uh, there's also some uh, uh, conflicting death for him. In the novelization of Revenge of the Sith, he was beheaded. Um, and General Gr- or, uh, Dark Sidious, Darth Sidious actually put his head on his desk when he killed him. Oh, uh, wow. And then in the movie, he actually cuts him across the abdomen. So. Uh, huh. I was cool. saying he went out kind of quick in the movie. Yeah, it was. He wasn't. I mean, yeah. he was great in Clone Wars, right? Or Attack of the Clones. Yeah. Uh, in the the scene, uh, the, the arena. arena. The arena. Words are hard. Yeah, I'm having a tough time today. <laughs> uh, and Jazz says to the Han Solo comment, "Come on, Daddy." <laughs> how many How many times can we say "Daddy" in this? Uh, this uh, one special. I don't know. Very, Ask me my number two. Today on a very oh. special episode of Comically Inclined. <laughs> After Dark. <laughs> yeah. So my number two. <coughs> That's is where I was going. I was going to ask you. Do your number two. Chewbacca. Okay. Everybody yeah. has to have uh, at least one number two today. Peter oh, Mayhew. Not, not the newer one. God does great on the newer since P- Peter's passed away. Yeah. Uh, but P- Peter Mayhew has been one of the best Chewbacca's. I mean, I'd give anything to have a best friend like Chewbacca. So. Yep. Just can't be his acting. That is one tall man. Yeah. <laughs> For real. I mean, literally, he's like seven foot tall. And yes. then he wore stilts on top of that. So Peter Mayhew is a big dude. Yep. It was. <laughs> but. Uh, Brittany, you're number two. <laughs> Daddy Mando. <laughs> <laughs> so, J- didn't Jaren as well? Yes. Okay. I mean, that was the reason for Boba Fett, right? That was season three of Mando? I really enjoyed the direction they went with Boba. I did too. For the season. I want them to have a second season so they can have a redemption arc with it. But no redemption. Jaren is just so fucking awesome. Oh, that voice. Yes. Yeah. He could never take off his helmet, and I am okay with it. Yeah, and I just made them all awkward, and I love every minute of he's it. Heather, no, he's got Heather. He's got such a smooth voice. No, he does. Like, Pedro like, Pascal has an amazing. Yeah, voice. like mm-hmm. up until he came out with, I mean, playing Mando, you know, I always wish I could talk like Sean Connery. 
And uh, then now I wish I could talk like Pedro Pascal and, Look, and, and Mandalorian. Every, we have unabashedly does. gotten incredibly excited every time we've talked about Hugh Jackman on this show. Oh, and talking yes. about Pedro Pascal's sexy yes. voice is not a problem for yeah. any of us <laughs> at all. Uh, as a matter of fact, the very first time on the live show I mentioned Hugh Jackman, Jared went, <laughs> involuntarily. It just came out. He, he didn't yeah. even mean it to. Just popped out of his it. mouth, and <laughs> none of us were even like. For it. We weren't even like. We were like, yeah, we yeah, yeah, you're we right. You good? You good? Yeah. So, uh, Heather, you're number two. Grogu. Little he, little the uh, Yoda. He's adorable. Who doesn't want I'm, one of those two? Yeah, and I mean, him and Mando are the only reason I watch Star Wars. So. There you go. Yeah, very influential. Grogu's yeah. fun. He's a good time. Um, I'm concerned that he's a mute. Nothing wrong with that, but he's old enough to be talking already, and he doesn't. Yeah. When you're he's fucking fifty something years old, you should know some fucking language. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing <laughs> in Yoda world like that's he's just he's a baby. Yeah, but yeah. I think that uh, he's old enough to to be able to talk. At least, yeah, but at least see grunt. the shit that the whole hey, boy's been through. When you're walking, at least grunt like Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> He doesn't have the same <laughs> problems you have, okay? Ben's got a really good point. He does. What's Heather's number one if her two reasons for watching Star Wars were her three and two? Oh. <laughs> yeah. Everybody's teaming up else. against the girls. I don't even get it. My uh, number one tops all of y'all's, I'm just telling you, because if they would have listened to me, they could have made so much more money by going the route I'm about to tell y'all in a little uh, bit. Malnourished is number two, was IG88. Hell yeah. Yeah. Uh, Taylor Burton's number two is Din Jaren, and Ben's number two is Qui-Gon Jinn. He said, fuck you to the council, died too soon and too easily for how great he is. Hey, Darth Lee, Maul was a bitch. Liam Neeson all the way, man. You yeah. can't really top that man. He's got a certain special set of skills. So. That's, yeah. No, stop. He does. Qui-Gon, to me, I don't think he's stop. that great. He, he... In the books, though, he, he's, if you read Qui-Gon in the books, I mean, he's, he's a good character. Yeah. That's whatever. He was Obi Wan. You know what's master. crazy is like I did not grow up reading comics, yeah. but I grew up reading a lot of Star Wars books. That I just that just not hit me. Wow. Yeah. Huh. Nerd. <laughs> no, I like the, it. All the right uh, My number two is Darth Revan from Knights of the Old Republic. Mm. Uh, total Jedi or a total Sith badass, um, and put the fear of the Sith in the galaxy. Then forgot who he was. It's such a and great game. You, you play as him through Knights of the Old Republic and can choose to go good or bad based on your decisions and you can become Darth Revan again or take the Jedi path but just the character even just fucking we're still talking about Knights of the Old Republic we want Have a you TV seen the new series. trailer? Yes. Oh. Uh, we want a re-release of the game. We want yeah. more games. To me that's still like, hands down the best Star Wars game coming out. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty it's sure like, that's across the board. That's I mean there's so many the planets you're on. Out. So the storyline was amazing. And if I remember correctly, that triggered that whole thing with like Fable and other games oh, where really? they spoilers that... nice. I didn't say anything about Dude, if you don't know spoilers. If you don't know that Darth Revan was the main character of Knights of the Old Republic by now. A game that came out like 20 years ago. Literally 20 years yeah. ago. <laughs> That's on you. Yeah. If you're in a if you're in a show talking about their top five Star Wars characters and Darth Revan being the main character in Knights of the Old Republic is a spoiler for you, <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> like, Still, spoiler warning. No. <laughs> spoiler warning. You don't deserve a spoiler warning if you don't know. 
but yeah, Blake, you're number one. My number one is the route that they should have started out with on episode seven. They could have went through 20 more episodes in Star Wars movies, pleased the fans, had great storylines, and said, fuck Ben Solo's whiny ass bitch. So, whoa. Like, Jason and Jaina Solo is two people, twins, that uh, Han and Leia had. And they, they took, you know, they were Jedis. They did Jedi training. Uh, there's four, it's a 14-book series. Amazing. The, the stories are great. The, the world building, the people they meet that tie into the old Star Wars, it's just phenomenal. Like, they literally could have made 14 movies out of these 14 books and pleased everybody. You can't really go wrong with it. Uh, yeah, Jason and Jaina Solo, that's my number one. I could agree with that. How do you really feel? <sighs> well, once upon Brittany, a time. Brittany, you're number one. <laughs> <laughs> my number one is Grogu because that. You can the sigh. Mute. You can. I didn't sigh. Yes, you did. I saw. Wow. Uh huh. Brittany's got it out for you today, dude. <laughs> did not sigh. You totally did sigh. I just breathe heavy sometimes. <laughs> well, and you complain that Grogu doesn't grunt. He doesn't have the same back problems you do, sir. Okay. Don't talk about my back problems. <laughs> Grogu's just adorable, and the end, like. The ending credit for Boba Fett when he's just beating that ball against the wind like, yeah. thing just to get him to go to warp speed. And when he, like, spoilers, sorry. Uh, and then when he snuggled at the end, and it was, mm. yeah, He's a great if, character. If the Ewoks had been handled as well as Grogu, I could see their inclusion on this list. Dude, you know the Ewoks are still a great character. They are adorable. The they Ewoks are great. Merch, There's nothing okay? wrong with the Ewoks. <laughs> Leave the Ewoks Heather, alone. what is your number one? <laughs> I'm taking over this segment right now. Heather, what's your number one? <laughs> C-3PO. <Yeah. laughs> I, I like his quirky, worrisome oh. personality. Okay. It makes nice. me laugh a lot. The that protocol droid. Him is uh, Anthony... Uh, oh, Wow. Forget me even Daniels. saying it. Anthony Daniels. Anthony Daniels, yeah. 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 Voice of C-3PO. And he played C-3PO through all of it. Appearance. Yep. I think he's coming back, too. Yeah. Yep. And, uh... Spoilers. Protocol droid built by Anakin. Uh, right. And then completely forgot. Naked with wires. And, and then evolved. went through 4, 5, and 6. Yeah. And then, you know, 7, now 8, Now it does have a good point. He has a next-level saunter that you can't even be on the same level with. He Do may it. not have I'm the sorry. back problem. Grogu. May not have the back problems, but he has mic. a sponsor <laughs> that will just put everybody to shame. So we have. Uh, you said Grogu. You're talking about Mando, right? No, Mal- I'm talking about Grogu. Oh, okay. So Malnourished's number one was Wedge and Tilly's. <laughs> Are you? Am I being booted? What's no, I'm, happening I'm just here? messing with you. I'm just messing with you. Uh, Ben's number one is ARC 77 Fordo, the Red Clone Trooper leader. Uh, hell yeah. Uh, all of. Yeah, Red Leader was a. Total badass. He's so amazing. Uh, probably, if if we'd gotten that in the Attack of the Clones movie, um, in in one and two, and and what? Something on my face. No, I was just itching my chin. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> if we'd have gotten that in in uh, Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith, that'd have been awesome. Like just seeing that on screen. I like the Clone Wars series has lived off of having characters that badass, hmm. and then on top of the Jedi. But then in the movies, we didn't get that at all. Um, and I wish we had. Like, Bad Batch. 
Like, uh, if we I love got... Bad Batch. I haven't finished it. Right. I love it. I'm still ready for season two to come out. Why couldn't we it. get clone troopers that badass in the movies? Yes, 100%. Right? I, w- I wish they would do a live-action movie just with the Bad Batch. Because, I mean, that for animation, I mean, it being kind of simplified, it's still great. Like, it's, it's phenomenal. And I think uh, season two comes out next month. Uh, let's see. Malnourished's number one was Wedge Antilles. Speaking uh, of which, I actually just got Wedge and Tilly's uh, helmet. Cool. I, like yeah, I put it all together, but I, I just got Wedge and Tilly's helmet. Super awesome. excited to put that up in the... Uh, Taylor part. Burton's number one is Vader. Uh, all day. You can't tell me the hallway scene from Rogue One isn't the best live-action scene to date. It's fucking awesome. Finally getting to see Darth Vader doing what Darth Vader right. does. Yes. Hell yeah. Uh, my number one is Darth Maul. Uh, my favorite character from Star yes. Wars altogether. Uh Famously played by Ray Park, uh, died at the end of Episode One, even though he wasn't supposed to, uh, and they replaced him with General or uh, uh, Jesus Christ. Where's your heart? Count Dooku. They replaced him with Count Dooku in the subsequent sequels because they wanted somebody who was a little better known, so they brought in. Christopher Lee. But Darth Maul looks so badass. But then, in the Clone Wars series, they did the right thing and brought him back with the cybernetic right. lower half and then, uh, you know, you see him in the end of uh, Han Solo. Han Solo, end of Solo. Solo a Star yep. Wars movie. Uh, but man, Darth yep. Maul, such a badass. My sister loves Darth Maul. Like, when they went to Disney World, uh, they do a lot of the, like, detailed face paintings and stuff. And as soon as she got there, that's what she had them do her face up as was Darth Maul. I mean, it looked straight legit. I love legit, it so too. much. I love everything yeah. that just happened to me. Uh, <laughs> and, yeah, uh, Ben said Savage Opress. Are you talking about Asajj Ventress? I feel like that maybe that was like an autocorrect thing. Uh, or that's a character I'm not familiar with. Uh, but Asajj Ventress also, honorable mention, total badass. Uh, but, yeah, so thank you for joining us for Top 5. So what do you guys think we should top five for next week? Let's do. (laughs) Oh, yeah, no. Okay, Ben. I didn't know his name. Anyway, top five next week. Let's return back to comics. Uh, Let's do top five. This was so fun. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, No. Uh, let's see. Top five car- uh, comics that you wish would become movies. Mm. So right. top five. You can do DC just to make Blake happy. Top five comics and characters we'd like to see in live action. I would do either characters or comics and characters. Oh, yep. Let's do. Okay. I'll go top through five the, water the, heroes. the three series of comics I've read. I'll put those on my top five. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Jared didn't put his up in there. Yeah, he's probably sleeping or something. Slacker. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so let's do that. Let's do uh, – let's put top five Moon Knight villains. Uh, let's put a pin in that till the week after. Um, you could do a week before. See if you're – Right on whether or no, not I they're mean, the actually going to be in there. This top five we're oh. going to do. So let's do top five characters we'd like to see in live action. Um, can be cartoons, uh, comics, books, anything. Tara, uh, now static. Except for obviously live list. action movies. Um, and then the week oh, after that, we'll do top five one. Moon Knight villains for sure. Uh, 
hear that? You cannot use static shock, none of y'all. Yeah? Yep. Okay. Well, get your list out first. Yep. I will. I did last week. And then week. we won't have any overlap. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, so top five next week. Right. Uh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> so they're cool doing a live bro. action static shock. Yeah, I didn't know that. They're bringing that. in a lot. Um, DC's doing a lot with the Black Heroes. Oh, was that a DC? A whole... mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't know that. Look yeah, at you like uh, a DC character I actually, I actually grew up loving static shock. Milestone, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Milestone was all brought into the DC canon. But huh. Milestone was a DC imprint like uh, Dark Horse, um, where they decided to do a, a comic line that was entirely African-American superheroes. And they have more coming out, and they're doing... That was part of the DC... What was it? The DC preview for the upcoming years. That was... I can't remember what it was. They had, like, an entire event, but they were talking about that in the Milestone comics and then doing a whole bunch of stuff That's post-Future State, right? Sure. Okay. Did y'all see the trailer for the new Black Adam? Yeah, yeah, well, that like teaser they dropped. It wasn't with very much. It wasn't DC very stuff. They did a bit but... with all the DC stuff. They did yeah. with that. They did kind of with Aquaman. How we need heroes. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, uh, again, I'm really apprehensive about what DC's doing. Sure. Um, there has been some images dropped of Michael Keaton's stunt double in his new Batman costume. Really? I haven't seen that one. It looks really cool. It's very. Uh, it's it's it does a good job of honoring the Batman eighty nine the the black costume the yellow bat on the chest but it gives him maybe a little more armor bulks him up a little bit because obviously he's a much bigger man now uh, being older um, and and probably needs a little extra padding sure. um, but yeah it's really cool it does a really good job it's uh, there's actually from the super Supergirl movie um, which he's reprising his Batman character for that. Um, and, and there's been some images leaked of his armor for that. Uh, but it looks really cool. Nice. Um, I wish I'd have staged an image so I could show it. But uh, uh, Google that. It's, uh, it's a good time. Um, the Flashpoint movie uh, looks interesting. Um, I, I'm, I'm overly concerned about this Black Adam movie being an opportunity for them to bring the Justice Society in. For almost out. no reason at all. I don't think it's not for a reason. I think they're going to try to step away from Justice League and go into the Justice the, the, the Justice Society instead and just completely walk away for a little So bit. here's my problem. They're going to do that and try to correct the DCEU with the Justice Society as opposed to their on-screen Justice League, but they're literally doing the same fucking thing they did last time. They're not creating an established, broader universe to nope. put these characters in. They're just shoving a shit ton of characters into a movie and, like, hope this one works. And that's my problem with it. It's like, it's... it's. They're trying too hard to be Marvel. They have to just stop and do their own thing, but they will not because Daddy Feige intimidates them. Yeah, well, and I, I mean, I don't blame them. They should be intimidated. But at the same time, learn your fucking lesson. Like, right. don't so cram. many years now. Don't cram a bunch of characters into a movie without giving them enough time to have a proper story or to get right. to know the characters in a way that we can connect with. The best one they did that with was Shazam. I really like Shazam. It was comical. It was entertaining. Which is but better Peacemaker than a lot of them was better. 
Like, Peacemaker was better. <laughs> longer hours. Like, the TV show was good because they didn't have to try to fit it all in, like, right. an hour, two-hour time frame. Peacemaker, you're able to stretch it hammer out. it out over sure. a period of time, plus James Gunn. Yeah. James true. Gunn. Peacemaker that's the, that's is the main awesome. thing, James Gunn. Yeah. Which has been renewed for another season. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw that. Yeah. yeah. I did see that. So we're getting really another season like, of Peacemaker. Another now, season of Eagly. Now, I, I love DC Comics, specifically Batman. Um, I love Dark Horse. I love Milestone. I love Wildstorm. I love Valiant. I love Image. But, Blake, you feel a certain way about your comics. Yeah, that's that? too many. I must make my Marvel. I love how you're like an old man on his lawn, like, that's two minute damn comics! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's only one comic that matters to me, and it's the one that matters, and it should matter to everybody. So, we are back this week on Make My Marvel, uh, Immortal Hulk. We are issues 21 through 24. Did not get that much <laughs> read this week. Uh, had a lot going on. That's but, okay. We'll riff, we'll riff you just as hard for four issues. Oh, yeah, I'm sure you there. will. Yeah. I mean, y'all ready for this? So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so we're getting to some more grotesque, just nasty stuff. This comic <laughs> series the is still about the series. just amazes me the route it's going, and I'm I'm so not even ready to be done. Does with it this. make you uncomfortable sometimes? No, it really Re- don't. Reading it kind of sometimes made me uncomfortable. It's it? like, oh, that's that's gross. I'm not even gonna lie. I love that shit. Like, I, <laughs> I, I love, love that. I do. I love the weirdness, like all of it. So General 14 uh, transports himself somewhere uh, into another area. Uh, we've got a doctor now, how many generals is it? Huh? How many generals is it? General 14. It's 14 of them? 14 of them. <laughs> yeah. 14. 14. 13 was not enough. 15 was yep. too much. 14 is perfect. Right. It depends what you're talking about. Uh, <laughs> so we have he a doctor over here, like begging him not to do this, not to transport himself in this big spacious looking suit. And she, she's like, it's not ready. It's not ready. He's like, fuck you. I'm doing it anyways. So he, he goes off, uh, as mad scientists will, you're trying to figure out like, where'd this guy go? They're not really nothing. It goes to a scene where you got the alpha flight shows, uh, Titania. Is that right? Mm-hmm. All right. And, uh, Oh, Carl sitting in there, they're talking, Boom! General the general pops up, shoots up this guy with fentanyl. <laughs> what? Because he has a drug issue apparently in the past. Yeah. So he shoots this guy up with fentanyl, where he passes out <laughs> of a drug overdose. He shoots her. I'm not sure what it's with. Your tax dollars at work. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> he uh, he, she passes out too. So automatically, kind of like, shit, they're dead. Uh, also, he, he pops over here in the room with Samson and Sasquatch. Shoots both of them. Blows a hoe right through uh, Sasquatch because he has no gamma in him no more. He's practically Uh-oh. just human. They both fall down. Uh, he goes to retrieve the abomination cell shell, uh, the one that we've seen Rick and uh, Blonsky in. Yep. Uh, they have just a shell laying there that's ripped open. He picks it up, transports himself back. Uh, yeah, it goes off to show McGee, Betty, uh, Joe Fixit, Bruce Banner, whichever you want to call it, but he's in the Joe Fixit mindset at that time. Yeah. Uh, they have Rick Ross laying in a bathtub, or Rick, uh, laying in a bathtub, and, uh, trying to see, you know, if they can get him responsive, try and get him back to normal. He's still withered up, looking like a zombie. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> normal. Yeah, yeah. Uh, out of nowhere, he starts floating again, starts glowing green. Uh-oh. He says he remembers everything that they've done to him, the, the scientists, the doctors, uh, the general, everything that they, they did to get him in this situation. 
Uh, all of a sudden, Alpha Flight gets pissed off, the Hulk and everybody, so they're going to teleport back to the general. Screw this guy, we can do this too. We're just going to kill him, blast him. Uh, the general, with his space transportation, has some kind of telekinesis people hooked up upside down with wires going in their eyes uh, so they can tell the future before it happens. So they already knew Alpha Flight and the Hulk was coming. They were What's waiting the name for of that, him. Uh, Tom Cruise movie where they try to solve crime before it starts? Minority Report? Yeah, Minority yes. Report. Yep. Uh, oh, that's when they take the eyeball and yeah. don't they like pluck it out or some mm-hmm. crap like that? But yeah. So, I've uh, never seen it. Okay. <laughs> I can uh, reference it, but never seen it. So they were surrounded, Alpha Flight, the Hulk, everybody with life. guns. Uh, automatically knew they were coming. They start fighting. Uh, they take everyone down until it's just down to the abomination, uh, the, which the general – oh, by the way, the general is in the abomination body now. Yeah. He's all, nice he's, all, abomination suit. he's all against the Hulk, all against <clears throat> General Ross being the Red Hulk. You know, that was his mentor. He, like, kind of disgraced him for doing that. Boom. He just, went and just let it possess him. And he says he's in control, even though the guy's over here bleeding green gamma blood out of his nose. Uh so anyways, uh, they start fighting, get, uh, throws up the acid on the Hulk. You see nothing but just the skin melting off the Hulk's face. He's kind of a skeleton zombie look. Uh, You're going to want to get that looked at. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, 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 pretty, it's pretty bad. He does it again. Uh, then the Hulk moves over. <laughs> the general kills his whole team. He shoots at <laughs> He literally just does a little dash. He shoots acid over his whole team of gunmen. They all just die. It's melt to nothing. <laughs> that's that's what I love about this. It's so it's dangerous so, to be around Hulk in this comic. It's so like like the scientists, the doctors, and everybody's like, hey. They're like, you just killed your whole team. He's like, friendly fire is necessary. They should have been quicker. <laughs> so immediately they're like, okay, he's his abomination body. Some sh- He's not in his right mindset. It's already taken over him. They're like, he's what not. What was their first sign? No more. It was him killing a whole fucking multitude of people. I feel like that was the second sign. Yeah. Right. That probably was the first probably one. transporting yourself into a monster's body is yeah. the first sign. You're maybe not going to There might sound. be something that's going to go wrong. So, with this. Hulk's not giving up his skeleton of a zombie looking self with the skin melting off. Uh, he goes to shoot more acid at him. I'm talking about it's just. The Hulk is a skeleton, pretty much. He still gouges both his eyes into the abomination, literally just plucks them out and sends the abomination to the general back to hell where his dad is, the hell realm where we were a few issues ago. Uh, General's freaking out, wondering where the hell he's at, doesn't know what's going on. Uh, Then, out of nowhere, with him being in hell, the Hulk decides he wants to take over Shadow Base. Uh, What The general's been over and, and controlling and running all this... Hulk's like, oh, we can take this over. Let's control it. Hey, might makes right, you know. Right. And then out of nowhere, it shows uh, kind of Bruce Banner and, and him kind of arguing with the inner Hulk and stuff. Out of nowhere, you get this glowing person, which I guess is another uh, portion of Bruce. And then out of nowhere, you find out this has not been really one of the personalities of the Hulk. This has been a demonic person named Craig. who it's apparently always fucking Craig. <laughs> who, 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 oh, who, God uh, damn it, Craig! He, he's a demon named Craig. Who, that's actually the Hulk that's been kind of running the show with all these personalities. And apparently, he claims to have killed Reed Richards in the past and Galactus. And out of nowhere, he just takes that glowing character, which I'm guessing is like a version of Bruce or something like that, just diminishes it. To be continued next week. <laughs> that's this Craig. week on Make Mine Marvel.
Welcome back, Blake. That is a great uh, rundown of what you've been reading this week. Now, Brittany, I don't know if you noticed, but Jared's not here. No, I didn't. So, (laughs) 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 ouch. Jared's not here. (laughs) Uh, Normally, he and I have a little discussion every week, uh, but I think you're, uh, you're, you're the perfect person to step into those shoes. How do you feel about that? So we're not done? Uh, I'm not done. Are you done? Never. Okay. <laughs> so this week on Are You Done? Normally it's Jared and Danny, but this week is Brittany and Danny. So we have schoolyard arguments. Who's got the best character? We let these guys argue back and forth, and we let you, the fans, decide who has the best argument. Y'all ready for this this week? This week we have Danny doing the Phoenix and Brittany doing Scarlet Witch. Yeah. And they both seem overly confident that they are going to win. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And uh, so, Brittany, you're taking the place of Jared. We'll let you have the last word, so we'll start off this with Danny. You ready? I'm ready. Let's go. So, the Phoenix. Uh, Jean Grey uh, inherited the Phoenix Force in the 70s in the comics. It is a universe-changing power that existed prior to the main MCU. It's been around since before the existence of the 616. Uh, The power imbues people with uh, a certain set of abilities, usually telekinesis, flight, uh, flame control, regeneration, the ability to die and come back to life. The Phoenix cannot actually be killed because if the Phoenix were ever killed, the entire universe would die, um, which is why it always comes back. Um, The Phoenix is actually a Nexus creature that controls the Nexus of the universe, uh, which I don't know if you're aware or not, but the uh, Scarlet Witch's powers are based around the power of the Nexus of the universe, um, and the Phoenix Force actually controls that, which puts it in prime ability to be able to wipe out Scarlet Witch's powers and win this fight. Uh, and that's really all I have to say about that. Well, yeah, yeah. all right. <laughs> all right, Brittany. <laughs> you ready to go against that? Can I laugh? With your Nexus Bean? Yes. All right, and let's go. Okay, so I do have Scarlet Witch. Scarlet Witch would destroy Phoenix. Probably not really destroy, but she would actually be able to take on the Phoenix Force. Not a problem at all. You were talking about the fact that it can't really die. Neither can the Scarlet Witch. She has the ability to be able to resurrect. The Phoenix Force does not actually have any effect on the Scarlet Witch. Scarlet Witch completely null and voids the abilities that she does have. And Scarlet Witch has already proved that she can just simply, like, Jedi mind out any Phoenix Force. So whenever she is talking about it, Scott Summers, or Scott, for example, whenever he was going in, he was controlled by the Phoenix Force. All she had to do was say, no more Phoenix Force. And it was gone. It was moved away. No longer in that existence at that point. Plus, especially now, since Scarlet Witch has completely absorbed the Darkhold, there's really no limitation to what her ability is as a character. And since the Phoenix Force can't really hold her or hurt her, and she has the tactician abilities. All right. <laughs> now, y'all get two minutes head-to-head interrupting each other. Just try not to punch. <laughs> y'all ready for this? I'm ready. All right, let's go. Okay, so you say that the Phoenix's powers cannot affect Scarlet Witch. What yes. are you talking about? So the Phoenix powers, you look in the comics, it 
Scarlet Witch is not affected by them. Even the fa- like the flames that she has, with her being a chaos magic user, flames, her flames, whatever, even like the mighty power of the flames of the Phoenix, she can control and it does not affect her as much. Scarlet Witch has been damaged and killed in the comics with regular physical attacks. Um, so I'm I'm a little confused as to why actual flames wouldn't hurt her, which seems a little weird. That's like a, is that when she was just the mutant, or she actually was able to release her chaos abilities? Well, that was something that it, came on later. I, I don't know which version of the Phoenix Force <laughs> are we talking about. You want to talk about like any uh, Phoenix Force? The the Phoenix Force at the end of time with Logan, whenever he outlived everyone, including the Scarlet Witch, and was one of the last. You could talk about the Phoenix the Force universe. that was having sex with Odin. It doesn't so, matter. So it is a matter of the fact that is, both of them, yes, they can be resurrected. All, but yeah. the f- problem with the Phoenix is that. And it goes based off of instinct. Whenever you talk with the Scarlet Witch, she has completely tech. Like she has technician abilities. She I'll can tell go you in, what she, she also plan. has. She's not infinite. She will not live forever. She, she has can a resurrect human herself. Life, no, she life does not. She expectancy dies. She comes right back. She Scarlet goes Witch to the garden. A single and she comes one of back. the old man series. Not a single one have I seen Wanda Maximoff. Just show because up. it's not in the old man series, it means that she doesn't exist. I'm saying you don't have any proof that she does. I'm not Phoenix saying that just because does, of so. like one single comic book, it's not there. Doesn't mean that's it doesn't not exist. one single comic book. That's several comic okay, lines, series. including <laughs> Thor, uh, Wolverine, Hawkeye. Da, 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 da. Yeah, Wolverine. doesn't mean that it doesn't exist. She has all these capabilities, especially having the dark hold inside of her now. There is not anything. Plus, with her having Cathan or whatever, how you say his name, I don't care. It's connected to her actual soul. Nobody is letting her die. I would say the Phoenix Force is just going to rip her in half, and then what? <laughs> And then she comes back to and life. Then the Phoenix Force comes back. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now we get 30 second rebuttals with no interruption. Danny, let's go. Uh, the lady from Missouri would have you believe that <laughs> Phoenix the, that the Phoenix Force cannot affect the Scarlet Witch, but we have seen in comics that basic physical things can harm Scarlet Witch. She can be hit over the head, she can be knocked out. She can be damaged by physical objects. The Phoenix Force has the ability to not only alter reality as well as the Scarlet Witch does, it also has the ability to teleport, use telekinesis, and cast fire on things. So it could teleport to a spot she can't see telekinetically. Fuck. Thank you very much for proving the fact. Hang on. Are you ready? Yes. Let's go. Thank you for proving the fact that the Phoenix Force has very similar powers to the actual Scarlet Witch, and the Scarlet Witch cannot be actually harmed by the Phoenix Force. So thank you very much for proving my point on that fact. But with that, as a whole, Phoenix, like Scarlet Witch can push her Phoenix Force out of the body into any area of the universe so and destroy whatever body that the Phoenix Force is using. There's no reason... That- Scarlet Witch would win. <laughs> so good. <laughs> Are y'all done? <laughs> We're done. Oh, jeez. <laughs> so, uh, who won? Uh, we don't get to decide that. Our fans do. So this video will be going up next week. Um, Missouri we already... versus Illinois. <laughs> <laughs> we have... <laughs> Uh, we currently have uh, the results for Legion versus Constantine. Legion was the winner. Um, the video for uh, Rogue versus... Uh, 
Captain Marvel will be going up today. Yeah. Uh, we'll have the results for that next week, and then next week the video for this will be going up. But you, all you have to do is get on any of our socials, uh, watch the video, and react with either a laughing emoji for me or a wow oh. emoji for uh, Brittany's argument, and we will let you guys know who the winners are. We just was, comment Shelton wins. What? So just comment Shelton wins. Shelton wins. Uh, please react. <laughs> uh, um, Do it. Uh, Taylor Burton says, next week, are you done? Martian Manhunter versus Vision. I love that. That's pretty good. Uh, Blake, you're going to be arguing with Jared next Fine. week. Do you feel Vision. good with that? Yeah. Okay. Well, who do you say you want? Vision. You want Vision? Okay. That, that actually works out because Jared's a big DC fan. So cool. cool. Next week, Taylor Should Burton, thank you. Opposite. We will be doing uh, The Vision versus Martian Manhunter. <laughs> Uh, cool. That's exciting. <laughs> so that is us for tonight. Uh, as always, I want to say thank you to all of our sponsors, uh, Picture What Designs, uh, who designed our logo and so much more. They're also doing our Are You Done videos now. Uh, Blake Hickman Construction. Uh, we couldn't do this show without them. Thank you, Blake. Uh, Drop the Mic DJ Service. Uh, thank you so much for always being our sponsor. Uh, Lennox and Jude Photography. Um, also, a big shout out to Perkins Performance, who is doing all of our vinyls and sticker work now, um, as well as the Rock and Roll Drive-In. We're actually working on the schedule for uh, the movies that we'll be showing at the Rock and Roll Drive-In uh, when their season opens back up. Um, the first one we're talking about doing is the Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, and we're going to do a riff uh, night for the second showing, uh, which I think will be a good Batman time. Batman too, right? Huh? Batman. Yes, well. we're going to be there for Batman, uh, but there, that'll be uh, later. After. Gotcha. The first nice. movie they're going to be showing is Fantastic Beasts. All kinds uh, of quote, meet, meet and greet all, through it, all throughout the year, though. Yes, we will be there pretty Taylor much Taylor says weekend. thanks, Daddy. Oh, you're welcome, baby. Uh, <laughs> um, if you are a fan of the show, uh, we have a Patreon that you can subscribe to. Now, I am a little behind on getting Patreon videos up, but I have promised the team I will have our next video up by Friday. So uh, you can join at any of the levels. You can join at uh, Jared's Dance Crew level, Blake's Bordello level, or uh, I forget what mine is. Damn it. I forgot what my level is. I guess we'll have to add a, a level for Brittany, too. Uh, but you can join at any of those levels, and it gives you full access to all of our video content. Uh, we, uh, when we get further up in the levels, you also get exclusive merch and items. Um, max tier, by the way. Max tier? Yeah, you're the $1,000 thousand a month <laughs> tier. Um, Cool. Um, f the links for everything that we have talked about, including all of our sponsors, is in the show notes for the episode. Uh, you can find that down there. Um, as well as we are about to have the release of The Shepherd and the Horn Girl by Brianna Bright, our head writer. And we're still looking for Fireball Teen Superhero by Rose Roach. Whenever that releases, we'll have some uh, copies of the books to give away to you, our fans. Uh, for uh, Oh, also um, – not only do we do this live show, but we also have a podcast, which is the live show, but in podcast format. For those of you who can't be here live to watch it when it goes up, um, podcasts and shows like ours rely on ratings and reviews to keep us alive. Please like and share our stream, like and share what we share on Facebook, and then also if you could go to uh, Spotify, iTunes, or SoundCloud, or Google Podcasts and leave us a review, we would appreciate it. Um, Blake, did you have anything? I don't. Sounds cool. good to me. Brittany? Thanks. 
So for all of Comically Inclined, uh, we'll catch you guys next time. Scarlet Witch wins. Bye. Bye. <laughs>